0: We all have a place that we go to get powered up, whether it's a friend, workout, journaling, writing a book, networking, or even praying. is. It's the place that you need to get your peace, strength, confidence, courage, self awareness and self-love back. It's your power spot. Welcome to my power spot, Building the Best You Podcast, the podcast where I speak about various things, helping the woman who leads to plug in and power back up in her purpose so that she can be healed and successful in her business and her home, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially to build the best person that she can be for God's glory. Let's win together. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's me, Shamika Latte, and I want to welcome you to the Building the Best You podcast. Yes, it is about building the best parts of you for the glory of God. Listen, this is the second podcast, y'all. Let's give it up for just doing it. So if you listened to the first podcast and if you haven't, go back and listen to the first one um, because it was about just getting started. Which is the name of or a portion of the a part of the name of the uh, first book that I wrote, which is called believe you can believe you can getting started and finishing it. And the it is anything that God has literally placed in your belly. So I'm excited and I'm going to say like a little prayer, a word of encouragement for you as we are diving in to this conversation on today, which is about trust. Ugh. Did but I hit a button right there, like trust, trust. Think of all the areas where you trust and all of the areas where you do not trust. Okay, because <laughs> I'm going to dive into that one today and I'm hoping that I reach You that I hope to transform some things in you and train you in some areas that you haven't even thought of before. Like, I pray that your mind is renewed. And let me er, go back just a little bit because I don't do the transformation, right? It is God who does the transformation. Okay. So, it is by the power, by the Spirit of God who does the transformation. Not me, but I just do my part in giving you um, the words, giving you my excitement, giving you everything that God has placed in me to provide a space where you are renewed, where you are restored, where you are um, enlightened so that you can trust, trust. Okay. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I am praying for the one who's listening on today Um, Praying that um, there is a word that is ignited on the inside of her or the inside of him to provide a place of hope, a place of understanding and a place to trust you and to love you with their whole heart, their mind, and their soul. I am praying for barriers to begin to be broken in their lives where they have felt neglected and rejected, bitter, broken, and bound. God, I am praying that they understand who they are because they know who you are, author and finisher, King of kings, Lord of lords, the lion of Judah, God, that they know that you are a healer, a way maker, a mind regulator, and that they can trust you fully. And every arrow of the enemy, every place of attack, we dismantle it. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope that gets you ready. I hope that gets you started. um, Wherever you are at in your life, in your your space, the space in your head, how your body feels. I hope that that moment right there just relieved you and it was just a place of even meditation, you know, for yourself. Okay. So I'm here, y'all. And it is crazy amazing how I was just thinking about what would this next podcast be about? And as I was getting myself dressed for the podcast, and yes, for those who can, (laughs) you might be watching the audio, but I, now that I have five kids, I literally try to put on the most simple things as possible. And a lot of times, they're one pieces. And if they're two pieces, they do not have to get ironed. (laughs) They do not have to get ironed. I can just slip it on, get up, and go. Because I promise you, it takes me about forever to get dressed and out of the house with five kids or to just get from the room to the kitchen because somebody needs something, right? And so I am trusting that what I have on all of my simple outfits, you know, my simple wear is good enough. And, you know, you have to trust that. You have to trust that it's good enough, especially for me, you know, not just being now a podcaster, but being a wife, a mom, and even a pastor, y'all. Like, yes, um, God allowed me to be ordained in 2017 and we'll get to that in a different podcast, but literally to trust all of the different heads that I wear and that I can do them in the chaotic of excellence that I have to do it in a lot of times and that it is good enough that I am good enough and trusting that we are good enough, you know, for what God has called us to be. And the greatness that he has placed in us is great enough in all areas and that we can reach the hearts and the minds of those that we're supposed to reach. Whether they are our husbands or um, our spouses, um, our children, or even those who are in the ministry. Mm. That's literally building the best us right now. So I wanted you to trust all of those places in your life and even trust um, the heavy places that are in your life that is is good enough to teach you it's good enough to build you and it's good enough for God to do what he is to do what it is for him to do what it is that he needs to do on the inside of you so let's go ahead and let's get into um this trust that I had to personally deal with myself Mm. so listen y'all I got a couple of notes right here so I'm gonna be moving you know with my notes um because rewinding and going back the crazy thing is is that right before this podcast God imparted Trust on the inside of me to talk about this. So, <laughs> this is so me, but it's just so full of what God wants me to give once a day. And so, and it mainly came from the place of me thinking, what should I talk about on the podcast? And I was thinking about that, like I said. As I was putting my makeup on, getting my hair together, putting my simple outfit on, and I had to say, well, I'm going to trust that this podcast, whether it's unscripted, whether I have notes, whether I don't have notes, that it is going to be good enough and great enough to be podcast number two. (laughs) Yes. And so in this moment, I remember being at a place in my life where I asked God a question in my, um, in my living room and this was during the pandemic in um, the year 2020 and I was getting ready to do church online. I was prepping the room, um, prepping, prepping the room with prayer, not literally going into, you know, having church online service, but prepping the room for prayer and I was speaking to God and I asked God a question. And you guys, let me tell you, I used to didn't want to ask God questions because when I was brought up, whether it was um, said or it was something that was unsaid. But I had learned that you don't really ask God questions like you don't question God. You just do what it is that he wants you to do and you get it done. But that's not relationship building relationship building with God is being comfortable enough to say, God, I need you and where am I at in my life? So with me growing up and not wanting to question God, it created a fear on the inside of me, a fear that if I ask God something that maybe I don't trust him enough. So I was always in a place Um, In my mind and in my heart and in my movement in life, that was pretty much like, well, don't trust God, just do it. And if you, I mean, trust God, not don't trust God, but um, because I just felt like I didn't trust God if I asked him the question, but trust God and do it. But am I really am I really trusting or am I just responding and responding out of what somebody else is saying? And I, my whole trust in God was just about, okay, you're doing it. Or if you're feeling a certain way, if you're feeling a certain way, then, then it must be God. If you're feeling great about it, then it must be God. Then you're trusting him. And that is what's going to get you to heaven, <laughs> you know, because growing up and even in the church, it was about making it to heaven, making it to heaven, making it to heaven. So all of the things that I didn't do, I felt bad about, or if I didn't feel like a slave to people, you know, um, then maybe I wasn't going to make it to heaven. Maybe I wasn't trusting God enough. Maybe I fell so short of the glory of God that, um, I just wasn't going to get it right. I don't know if anybody ever felt like that. Um, and if you have, then you can relate to what I'm saying. And my prayer is that God will begin to unfold things in your life into the places where it had hit you hard the most, where you started to fall out of trust with God. And you might not even have known that you fell out of trust. Like me, I didn't really know. I had no idea until I started to ask God questions. Until I, until I realized that, like, I can't get the answer if I don't ask the question. <laughs> and that's life, right? That's education. In order for us to know something, even in the education system, growing up and going through grade after grade after grade, you don't know really the answer. Your teacher can tell you over and over again, but if you don't get the concept, You have to ask the questions to say, can you break it down for me so that I can understand? And this builds wisdom and knowledge and understanding. So here I am in my living room and I'm like, God, why do I feel the way that I feel? I feel heaviness, y'all. I feel heaviness. And I'm sitting there, you know. We don't always get the audible voice of God. You no, know? some people never experience it, some people experience it. I experienced it a few times in my life, and it was crazy amazing. And this time I didn't hear the audible voice of God, but it dropped in my spirit. And anybody know when you get something dropped in your spirit, it's like, whoa, wow. It's like an enlightening of your understanding. It's something that is so incredible to experience. And let me stop and pause for a moment. Please don't feel like if you have never had anything dropped in your spirit or if you haven't heard the audible voice of God, um, don't feel like you don't have a relationship with them because you do. Amen. Don't feel like you're left out. I'm just giving you my experience. Right. And so um, in my intimate time with God and praying and seeking him in my living room, I asked a question and God answered immediately. He was like, and how he answered me wasn't like how I thought that he would answer me. Like, you just want the immediate answer. Like, what is it? Give it to me so I can know and that I can move on. It was like, God was like, I'm your father. Whoa. He's like, I'm your father. Like you can talk to me. You can ask me questions. You can be a child. Now I'm a grown adult with five kids from the ages of 12, all the way down to two. (laughs) I'm a wife. I mean, I've been working in corporate America for a long time. Um, I made decisions. i um um let my, my job go to take care of you know my firstborn who's twelve years old um to be a stay at home mom and I loved working, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I loved building companies. I love to see it flourish and here I am and I'm grown. I'm out of my mother's house. I'm in my own home, raising my own children and my business and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a pastor, you know, and I am helping women lead. I'm helping women lead and I am doing all these grown and adult things in my life, And God says, I'm your father, like rest in me and be a child in me. And y'all, when he said this, without me even saying the words, it was like he was saying to me, I need you to trust me. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust me because I'm your father. And crazy thing is, I mean, I grew up with my father. I grew up with my father. And my father, you know, that he was there. I mean, sometimes he was there. Sometimes he did his own thing. You know, I kind of sing that song. Papa was a rolling stone. Hey, wherever he laid his hat, was he home? Was his home? <laughs> You know, and all the rest of the verse, it doesn't apply to me, but, you know, we had some, some, some places, you know, where <clears throat> some times where my mother and father, they, they, they've been uh, married or was married for <clears throat> maybe 40 uh, something years, but he wasn't always there. Like he did some of his own things, you know? And so I didn't always lean into my father. I was always that independent, you know, woman or a child who just, because I was taught, I saw my dad do things. I saw my mom do things. And I was just taught to like, get up, you fall down, you get back up, you fall down, you get back up. So leaning into my father, my biological father, my daddy, you know, um, I didn't always do that. I didn't always know how to do that, but I loved my daddy like crazy. And I love him like crazy. I mean, I laugh at him. He is, he is such a comedian. He is, um, he's a go-getter. My father is, I mean, I think he's amazing. I think that he was a great father, you know, even though there were some days he was there, some days he wasn't, some days he was around, some days he was kicking it. But I learned from him even in that distance. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So I didn't always have to go to him for things. I just, I learned things in life from a distance. So with me not questioning God, you know, asking him questions. I just learned to trust God from a distance. I just learned to trust God by who he was and the miracles and signs and a wonder that I knew that he would do. And I was just navigating through life, knowing God, loving the, the mess out of God, right? Like crazy in love with God, but at a distance. And at that moment, God was teaching me to lean into him. To still, even though you are an adult, I am still your father. You are still my child and you can trust me. And I wonder why God was telling me this. I wonder why at this moment when I was asking him what's wrong with me, what's going on with me. And he's, his answer was, I'm your father. So I I believe at that moment, now that, you know, I've lived this for almost three years now. That God was literally, you know, showing me pieces of my life where, um, where I wasn't leaning into him. Okay, let's fast forward to another part because I'm going to bring all of this to, uh, around for you. Give me one second. I've been dealing with sinuses. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not here scratching my ear and everything. Um, uh, trying to scratch the back of my throat. If you can relate, just let me know. Because <laughs> the sinuses is a real thing. And honey, I've been praying about it to get healing from it. Yes. I'm not playing Nothing is too big or too small for my father. I wasn't going to try to handle even my sinuses on my own anymore. <laughs> so... Let's fast forward a little bit. And here I am once again, feeling some heaviness, you know, really dealing with life. And, you know, you keep going on, even though you could feel some heaviness, you get an answer. You're like, yes, God is my father. And I was learning how to allow God to be my father and lean into him and be a child and not try to just figure out everything and go and like, okay, God got me. Like he was shifting some things in me, showing me how to be even more totally dependent on him. So I'm in Willingsburg, Virginia, and I'm at a resort. And me and my family are about to do this. I think it was a four-day resort, right? Just having um, this getaway, family time. I'm in this beautiful resort with all of our children, and I think uh, my youngest was just probably months old. My two-year-old was probably months old. I'm not sure how many months. And so I'm there with her and I'm there with her and them and the whole family. And I'm like, God, I feel this heaviness. What's going on? And then all of a sudden I feel this, 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 this feeling in my lower back. I feel this feeling in my lower back. And it felt, it felt good, but it also felt convicting. And at the same time, as it was happening, God spoke to me, dropped it in my spirit, and was like, you don't trust. Now, when God told me that, it was like, you don't, you don't trust. And I was like, whoa. But when he told me that it felt good, it felt really good, but it was also like an understanding. It's like the Bible tells us that he chastises those that he love, right? God chastises those that he love. And I felt this feeling in my back and I at that moment, and I realize now that I was being chastised, I was being corrected, but he also loved me because it felt so good. Now, let me ask you a question. Has God ever told you something? It's amazing. Has he ever told you something? It felt good, but it was like correcting you at the same time? I mean, I believe that that like that's who our God is. and How God loves us. Is such an unconditional and such an undying love that he doesn't have to be angry with us to chastise us. He doesn't have to, you know, want to make something happen to us (laughs) to get our attention. But he can love us so much that he can tell us the truth about us. And that's what happened. At that moment. So I went to my husband and I began to ask my husband, I, I'm like, I began to tell my husband, I'm like, babe, like, I just asked God, like, why am I feeling this heaviness? Like, what is going on, you know, in my life? Um, you know, why am I feeling this particular way? And I said, it hit me right here, like right in the middle of my back. Right in the middle of my lower back and my husband began to say, He didn't give me this, um <laughs> he didn't give me this biblical answer, this spiritual answer. He gave me a straight hood answer. And the answer that he gave me was, or the response that he gave me was he was like, Man, when people get when people get hit right there in their backs, they don't that's the that's the place where they usually don't survive like that injury right there in their life you know in the in their body a lot of times they 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 get paralyzed you know I'm like what are you talking about he was like that's where people if they get shot in their area like either they they lose all movement and momentum in their life somebody hear me on today they lose all momentum in their life and they're just pretty much considered alive, but dead. And I began to think about it. I'm like, whoa. And I said, because God told me that I, I didn't trust. And I was thinking about, I went to start thinking about the word of God, right? Cause I'm like, I need to figure out like, God, what are you saying? So I, I, I thought about put on your full armor of God. Because right, the Bible says in Galatians, the evil day will come principalities and wickedness in high places like they'll be coming up against you and God was showing me in my place where I was attacked and I was hit right there in that spine area right there in my back where people shot victims either can lose their life Or feel like they lost their life because they're paralyzed. And God was showing me in the realm of the spirit that I was paralyzed in that area. And when I look at. So. How. Did I. Not trust God. I was trying to figure it out. Like where did it happen? Now here's the thing when God told me that. I knew it to be truth, even though I did not know where it came from. Like I was literally in my, in my own journey and now I was trying to figure it out, but I wasn't trying to figure it out, sitting there every single day. I just kept living and desiring God to unfold it for me. But where did I stop trusting God? What happened? And, and, and just like. I begin to think about um, when I talked about in the first podcast, like I start, we, I, I had to start doing it, you know, and I thought about things that I did in, in, in my past and things that was five hours from now. And, you know, it, you know, just to get started, like changing the trajectory of my life, I had to go back to the places where the trajectory of my life didn't change in my now. I had to think about things that I was going through. Here's the crazy thing. I just realized right before this podcast, when God told me to do it on trust and after these years of praying and trying to figure out from that moment a couple of years ago, when God revealed to me that I didn't trust. Y'all, I want y'all to see the journey. (laughs) I want you to see the journey. I just realized today, today, right before this podcast, God was running it through my mind, bringing me back to moments. And I began to tear up, y'all, because this has been an answer I was looking for. Let me tell you, when God gives you something, it just does not just happen in that moment where you just identify it it's something about how the flesh needs to be broken it's something about how it needs to be broken so that you can begin to submit yourself to God so that you can begin to break off everything that you learned and and just unlearn it huh It's something about how God needs to break your heart for the things that breaks his. And I promise you, when I asked God that question and he gave me the answer, it was not like it broke off at that moment. It didn't break off at that moment. That was a couple of years ago. And it wasn't revealed until today. So God took me back to the place where where I started my first um, book publishing company. It was like an unofficial book publishing company. You know, I was just getting started because after I wrote my first book, I was like, you know what? I'm going to help other women to write their book. I'm going to help other women write their book. And... I'm going to help them to tell their stories. And y'all, I did it. I did it in four months. Man, I was executing everything and my body started to get exhausted. I mean, I was head on. Usually when I'm doing something, I'm like in it to win it. Um, Anybody who maybe tell you a little bit about me, they'd be like, and I, I've heard it because people put it on social media, like the one thing my cousin, um, Devon Edwards, um, the one thing that he said was he said, you know, the one thing about you, and he thinks that he knows me. Okay, shout out to him if he's listening. And he's like, the one thing about Shamika is is that she's consistent. She just when she she just consistent, and that's the one thing that he said he loved about me. I'm like, wow, that's that's me. <laughs> you know, people can tell you about you because they look at your life probably in more details than sometimes you look at your own life. And so I was operating in my consistency. I was operating in like uh, in, in, in the place of persevere. And I and I and I published, I believe it was 18 women and their stories. And at this point, I was in here and when the book project was over, everybody, everybody wasn't satisfied. They loved it. I mean, they still bought books. <laughs> they still bought their books. They still, up. some people came back the second time and was an author and, you know, the next book and um, they've recommended people, but doing this timing, some people was like, oh, I want my story to look like this or I really want my story to have this feel or man, I needed this edited in my story, you know? And what I knew about the process, anytime that you write a book, you know, even when I went back to my first book, I was just like, man, I could, do this thing again, you know, like, man, I want to change this. I want to change that. And by there being newbies in the book, and this was a first process for them. And it was a first process for me. Okay. And I, it was crushing. It was crushing y'all that I, I was crushing that they weren't fully satisfied. Some of some people, not, not everybody weren't fully satisfied. And it's so crazy that I'm talking about this. Um, is because I'm a publisher today, and I publish people's stories, and I, and they, and you have people. They love their stories, but how many know that when you're building a business, every customer isn't going to be satisfied, and it doesn't mean that you are a bad business person. It's just that some people walk into restaurants, and if you don't put the right mayo on it, or if you don't do it exactly how you want, that's their personality. It's not going to satisfy them, and you have to be like, that's okay. That has nothing to do with um, how you exercise. Um, your how you exercise your place of excellence right it has nothing to do with your prayer life and that's what I was I'm like God I was praying about this I prayed I prayed like I labored over this I I I struggled through the stories I was ready to fight for them through the stories and now I'm feeling some attacks And I was so disappointed. I was like, God, like, I did this for your glory. And look, come on, I'm shame the devil right now. I'm finna shame him. Because this thing kept me in so much bondage for years. And even though I still went on, and I still published because I had to respond out of my faith and not of my feelings. Because feelings are fickle and they'll change. But at that moment, God began to show me this morning, but it happened in that moment. In that moment, I began to doubt, I began to not like fully trust that God had my back. But that's the trick of the enemy because the Bible says, come on in Galatians, it says that God tells us to put on our full armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual weaknesses in high places so even at that moment as i was you know knowing that god knowing that god gave me this but now i'm seeing people come at me and attacking me but what i'm not seeing was the wickedness in high places that was coming and happening at the same time and the bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood god is telling us in that moment you're you might be hearing them, but you're not wrestling against them. The enemy is coming in so that he can separate you from me. So that you don't hear and you don't see like, I got you, Shamika. Your labor is not in vain. But put on your full armor of God, y'all. And I didn't have my, my armor on tight. I ain't have it on tight. Evidently, I didn't. Because I was losing trust and God was right. And God is right. And when he took me back to that moment, I did. And so I'm repenting right now. I've repented, you know, already, but publicly just repenting, God, I'm sorry. Because at that moment in my life, I just wanted everybody to be happy. I wanted this book project to be absolutely like just amazing and everybody is satisfied, but it wasn't. And at that moment, you know, I should have been like, no God, I trust you. No God, I trust you. And I was in a place of like, "Ugh." but let me tell you, don't beat up yourself so bad when you just don't get it. Because the grace of God is just available at that moment that he knows that you're fighting, that God knows that you're struggling and it's human, man. Y'all, I was struggling. I was struggling. I was struggling with, with, with my faith. Well, let me just say, trust, trusting that like God, you sure you gave this to me? Like the projects is already complete, but God, are you sure you gave it to me? So God showed me that at that point, like that's what it was. And I had to build it back up. And it was just so true when I was at the resort with my husband and he was just like, when people get shot in that area, that's the area where you get paralyzed. Y'all, I was paralyzed. I was paralyzed. And when you at the place that your trust is low, Your trust is low, but you still believe in God. You're still praying because a lot of times in life, you have to respond, not out of feelings, but you have to respond out of obedience. And that's the important thing about, uh, about, um, about having your game up with God. Like, like, like the Bible says, like, why you can seek, why you can find me, seek me. No. Why did I say it right? Um, why you can seek me. While you can find me, seek me. That's what the word says. And so I had to remember that even though I felt like a piece of me was like missing, I had to remember that I prayed before, that God, I know that you're good. God, I don't know how I really fully got here, but I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep doing doing what I need to do, you know, and I need you to build up in whatever it is you need to build up in me. I don't know what it takes. So I kept praying, y'all. I kept ministering the word. I kept parenting. I kept trying to love even when I was feeling the crushing. Mind you, I was tired, too. Four months of going, four months of going head on. Four months of going literally head on with this book project. Because, you know, in life, you got to still do it. I was exhausted. And it's crazy, like, when you're exhausted physically and mentally, that's when the enemy really tries to come in. Because it's just like, you're just so weak. You don't feel like just really picking up the Bible and just praying all the time and just... Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. You do it, but you're weak. That's a great in for the enemy to come in and have influence. So my pause right now is to say, work your butt off. Know that you are consistent, but don't forget to get filled back up. That's protection. It helps you to keep your full armor of God on. It helps you to keep your full armor of God on because staying physical, physically fit. is in alignment with staying spiritually fit. If you know that you're not eating, if you know that you're not sleeping, if you know that you are going around the clock, right? You're going to want to just doze off and not pray. And I was experiencing all of that and God was showing me like, and I, God was showing me like, you need to be praying. Okay, I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna pray. And I would do my fly-by prayers, you know, like, no. Because where you're at, it requires worship. Where you're at, hallelujah. Come on, y'all, come on. I didn't know this podcast was gonna turn into this, but I'm gonna let the Lord lead because somebody needs this on today. Where you're going and in the leadership position that you are in, you don't have time for flyby prayers. You don't have time for just doing all this work in the natural and not doing what is necessary for your spirit, for your soul to be intact. So I was at a place of weakness and that was a place for the enemy really to come in. Another thing that hit me, you know, in this place of trying to build yourself up because I didn't fully know what it, what it meant to like, you know, get, get my trust back. You know, I wasn't in that place. It was just really new to me. And so I remember my husband one day doing this, doing this period, doing this timing, he was just like, babe, I don't need you to do all the things that you're doing. You know, like, I don't really want to hear you say, and I love my husband. We love each other. We're like, we're going on 13 years of marriage. Like, I know some of the things he, you know, that he says and, you know, how he acts, his sarcasm, which I can't stand sometimes. But I'm trying to get used to it because I am a very serious person. And um, I'm trying to welcome all that still after 13 years because I'm like, babe, let's get serious. (laughs) And he always has this joke or or whatever, and he says that's how he kind of like deals with issues and things like that in life. so i I learned to adjust you know to that or understand it the best way that I can or kind of move with it in all irritation, anywho. He said one day he was just like, babe, I don't need you to be x, y, and z. I don't need you to be this, this and that." You know, I just need this timing, you know, in my life to discover some things and this. I don't need you saying and all the things that you're usually saying. Like, I don't need the pastor. I just need a wife. I just need a regular woman. (laughs) I need a regular woman. And so I can just do this part of me. And, you know, one of the things that I did was I pulled back. Y'all, the pulling back from being who I was. Whew. I was I was changing, I was changing myself to make him feel comfortable. Even though we still prayed together, we still, but in my mind, I was just like, okay, I'm not gonna say something. I see that I could say something that could help him, but I'm just gonna pull it back. And y'all, that was dangerous for me. And so again, I had a conversation with God, maybe after. Maybe about, maybe about four, six months, seven months, maybe a year went past. And I'm having this conversation with the God, and I'm like, "What do I do?" Because now at this place, okay, at first it it was the trust part. And when your trust is low, you start to doubt certain things. And then when you start to doubt certain things, you know, your faith is kind of low. And then you let room for for yourself to kind of pull back. And then your confidence is low. You're not really confident. So I pulled back in this place, y'all, like so many great parts of me was being torn down, was starting to get a little obsolete. And so here I am, this person who is responding as a confident person. Responding as a go-getter because all those things are in me because I just know how to respond out of obedience instead of feelings. But I was feeling the emptiness and the brokenness on the inside. So I began to pull back and I wasn't responding how I needed to respond, even to my husband. I would know that I was supposed to speak but I wouldn't say anything. And so when I asked God the question again, after going, feeling this way and not feeling like I I knew I had a voice, but I wasn't exercising my voice. Like I knew that I sh- knew that I should have the voice that I knew that kept my family strong, the voice that I knew that, that, um, that helped to open up, you know, floodgates of heaven, you know, the voice that allowed healing to be in our family, allowed restoration, you know, to come in, allow me to war. I wasn't even praying the way that I should have been praying when I saw that hose was starting to come in in, in our life that provided change. And you know, when you change, it doesn't always feel good. You know, my husband, he just did not want that part of me who I always was and is. So as I was sitting in this intimate moment with God, because I was just like tired of just seeing myself not say anything (laughs) you know what sometimes even when you're saying the truth about something you can still and saying things in love you can still sound like the nagging wife (laughs) or the nagging mom (laughs) right (laughs) the lord was telling me that you cannot operate like that. You are setting your gift to the side. And I gave you that gift. Those times when you are supposed to tell your husband, no, babe, that's not a good move. I put that in you. You are devaluing What I value and God was telling me, you got to trust my voice regardless of who is telling you, regardless of how somebody feels. I gave you that and that's what make you a good wife. That's what make you a good business person because you hear from me. And though your husband or people are telling you that who you need to be. I've already told you, you have to speak regardless if they don't like it. Mm. Because even when you don't know it, you will start not trusting what God is already showing you. And so what began to happen was. Y'all, I had to get me back. I had to get my power back because that's what my family needed. That's what my business needed. And me trusting God and moving in confidence and moving in assurance when God spoke to me, that's what got me here. See, that's what would get you what you need to be. That's what you would get to where you need to be. So the question is. Where did I lose my trust? I told you that. Another part of where I lost it. Cause so, so now I'm in this place and I'm trying to gain myself back from all of these places that was ripping trust away from me. Right. And then I'm in this place and now that I'm, I'm, I'm doing, um, um, church, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing church online and I'm praying and my mom was in the place. She was staying here with me. I know I'm letting it all out, but I can't tell, I cannot tell the story. I cannot tell you how I got here. I cannot tell you how I'm coming out without giving you the truth of where I was at and my mom was here and my mom needed something from me. My mom needed something from me. And I was praying. My mom needed time from me. She needed me to communicate with her. She was going through some things. And I was praying. And I could feel her energy looking at me as, 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 as I was praying, I was praying and I can tell that she was feeling neglected. I was telling that she was feeling rejected because it seems like I was spending more time with God and more time with praying for people than I was spending with her. And at that moment, it made me feel like, well, God, this situation doesn't feel good. I'm trying to spend time with you so that I can help everybody else. Y'all, because I don't care where I'm at in my house. If I feel like praying, I just drop to my knees and pray. And I felt that was a comfortable place for me. That was comfortable because I knew at any given time I needed God. And at any given time, if he needed me, I wanted to be there. But all of a sudden for me, giving my time to God, all of a sudden I am feeling, I'm feeling broken now. And in that brokenness, I feel like even though she felt like uh I was rejecting her, I was starting to do things that maybe God was like, you're rejecting me. Because now I didn't want to play, pray in open spaces. I didn't want to, I didn't want to pray. Well, I felt like people felt like I was being too good or I was giving too much stuff. And God was like, No, you do it. Do it. And I had to learn to trust God. Like if she see me or if they see me, I'm just gonna, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you even when I feel rejected by people. Cause I know that I'm not rejected by you. I could tell I wasn't rejected by God, but it's like, how do I get there? It's like knowing something, but not knowing how to reach it. Not knowing how to obtain what God says. That was mine. Crazy thing. Going back to today, God was showing me these places, these places that I've been praying for. I'm talking to somebody on today to say that God is going to show you the area where you have lost trust in your life. You think that you're not trusting people, but literally you're not trusting God. Because you got to hear God before you hear people. And all the enemy wants to do is throw in a curveball, is to have that, try to fill that hole so that he can separate you, you know, from God. Have you to sin and, you know, cause sin separates you from God. It doesn't separate you from people. It separates you from God. So he try to get you into the place where you're not praying, where you're not believing, where you feel so rejected, you know, from other people. But really you start pulling yourself away from God. Even though you feel like, I'm praying, I'm going to him. So how do you, let's let's wrap this up real quick so that you can get it. Okay, Shamika? so you figured, you found this out. How do you get to a place where you start trusting? Crazy thing is, earlier in this year, I was feeling some heaviness. It's like, duh, she's feeling some heaviness. (laughs) You know, but sometimes that brings you to a place where you just start communicating with God. And it's not always a story for me that I feel heaviness, but in this heaviness, I was like, God, what do I do? And earlier in this year, I believe it was in January, somewhere around January 17th. And God was like, move. He said, no matter what I feel or what I, what's going on, keep moving. Don't stop moving. You know, this podcast has been on my heart for years to do. I used to have my own television show. I used to go to people's houses, and I used to interview women who lead and and, and everything. So I had my own show. Some people would call it a podcast. Even when I do church, and some people see the church online, sometimes they call it a podcast. It wasn't a podcast, but this podcast has been, it's, it's church. And um, <laughs> some and, and I had this podcast, and I recorded it a couple of years ago, and I came back, and I did another recording. And I just was hearing God say, move and just yesterday I moved on it right I moved on podcast number one and then on today I'm moving on this podcast and as I was moving on this podcast when God revealed to me the place of trust and thinking about what he said earlier in the year to move once I moved in it once I moved in it the feeling of heaviness the feeling of not trusting begin to leave and it's it's crazy odd How the answer that you're looking for God to break the brokenness off of you. It comes, it's not the answer that you're looking for. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And guess what it was in? It was in just move and what God is telling you to do and stop procrastinating. Just move and watch God work. Because even in the move, if he placed it in your belly, there's an answer in it. There's an answer in it. And part of the answer is God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. And y'all, trusting God breaks chains. Trusting God moves you into a place where you didn't even know that the answer was there. And our bodies are so in alignment with our spirit, with our spirit, man. There's a nerve in our body that is called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is located in our lower back, right? And it's the part where if it's damaged, y'all think about the loins, If if it's damaged in any way, that it deals with the area of depression, anxiety, our mood swings. But it's the very place where God says to gird that with truth. And a lot of times when we're having anxiety, when we're having nervous breakdowns, come on, I know somebody gonna get me on all of this. But look up the Vegas nerve, V A G A S. But a lot of times when we're dealing with this in our bodies, is because maybe some area in this bo- right here in this area, it was damaged. So you got anxiety, you got this. But think about the full armor of God when He said, "Loin your your gird your loins with truth." Right? So that you can believe. So that you can believe. And anytime we're having anxiety and depression and and those mental struggles is because there's some place in our life that we are fearing. That we're not trusting. That we are doubting. But God is saying, get back into motion. Move. 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 Move and trust. Because you know what? God, when I take one step forth, I need you to take the next. And God began to remind me of those words, even right now. That when you said those words, Shamika, all the way back in 2001 or two, 2002, around that time, you were saying, God, I trust you. Mm. And God has said, don't lose that trust in me. You might won't always trust people. They might don't always trust what you do and how you do it. But trust my movement. Trust my leading. Trust my spirit. Get your body in alignment. That's why it's good for us to sit up straight. Cause that place in the body, that vagus nerve aligns with our spinal cords. And when your spine is in alignment, you can breathe better. You can think better when your spine is up straight. It represents confidence. I'm glad. I'm so grateful that God put that confidence in me years ago. So when the trials and tribulations come, I don't forget the back he gave me. I don't forget how he told me to, to stand, how he was teaching me. Cause when the wilds of the enemy comes, wickedness in high places, try to attack me. I know how to stand. <laughs> That's good because it says after all you have done, stand. Stand and our bodies, the way he designed it is so in alignment with the word of God. Mm. Stand. And you know, when you stand, you got to pull yourself up. So I'm going to tell somebody to pull yourself up on your most holy faith. Rise and stand. Stand in confidence and be all that God called you to be and trust him. And as you see, the journey wasn't, hasn't been easy. Cause it, that started like in 2019, we're in 2023 right now. It's a journey to learn it. And even though I'm saying it, it doesn't happen until you allow yourself to go through the process. And I cannot tell you how long that's going to take. But what I can tell you is to move. Do what God is telling you to do and do it. It's going to activate trust in you. Pray. Get on your knees. And even when you don't feel God. Even when you ain't got that good feeling, you trust him. Your obedience is better than sacrifice. And repent. God, forgive me. For I trusted in what they were saying. I believed in what they were saying. I didn't want to hurt them. But really, God, you know what's best for them. Just like you know what is best for me. I am going to trust you. (laughs) All right, y'all, listen, I hope you had a great time with me on today. I hope you had a great time. I hope that you got a message on today that was able to reach you. You got something for a transformation on your life. I know that God is, uh, um, God provides a transformation. I hope that this training on today was, was great, was food for your soul, nourishment for your, your, your spirit, um, that it enlightened you. Just thank you for being with me for the building the best you podcast. Keep building the best parts of you. And don't try to be perfect, but move and go after the things that God told you to move and go after listen share this podcast with somebody you know on today follow me on social media at I am Shamika Latte on all social media platforms LinkedIn <laughs> I think I'm on LinkedIn at women who lead connect visit women who lead connect.com see what we are doing um this year we are going to St. Thomas Virgin Islands for our leadership empowerment summit I am taking amazing women from all over the U.S. right um and if Anybody from out of the U.S. who wants to go to St. Thomas, speak on stage or be a part of the retreat, get poured back into. And it's called Rediscover You. So listen, I love you. I hope that you are blessed and keep building the best you. Peace. Hey, it's me, Shamika Latte. Thank you for joining me for the Building the Best You podcast. My power spot. Join me weekly to get powered up in your business or your home with various subjects, powerful guests, and actionable steps, all for the glory of God. Visit IamShamikaLatte.com and stay connected.